0: Welcome to another episode of the Founder Fundamentals podcast. My name is Rahul Kumar, and today in Toronto, Canada, at Collision 2019, I have the pleasure of speaking with Shashank Dixit, co-founder and CEO of Descara. Descara founded in 2008 is a Singapore-based developer of management software to help companies of all sizes and industries run better. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Rahul. Why don't we start off with what run better means? Where do you see the greatest inefficiency in how companies run today? Well, we help SMEs
1: across Asia, Southeast Asia, run their business on cloud. And, uh, you know, when you look at cloud, the most native application of cloud is for SME who has more than one offices. You know, it's not very apparent, but most SMEs in North America or the Western world, uh, if they're a small company, their complexity is proportional to how big they are, meaning that the more complex you are as a small company, the the more chances are that you will become a bigger company. Funnily enough, in Asia, it's inverse. Even the most smallest company would have two offices or three offices, and you go to India and you'll see people selling with small SMEs selling commons would have a warehouse and a shop, and then they'll struggle with managing the inventory. We've just launched GST in India. GST is a, is a nationwide single tax system. Sounds perfect, sounds easy. However, uh, for a small SME, they need to file 32 forms every month after month. And that's where the complexity of managing the business arises. Uh, that's how we help them solve these problems, solve these challenges.
0: So, how does Deskera different from a traditional enterprise resource planning system?
1: The definition of ERP is a very Western definition. Yeah. When you go and sell to a Western SME or a business, they know what ERP is, they know what software is, they know what they need, and there's a very clear demarcation of a CRM versus ERP. Okay. Now, when I sell to a SME in Southeast Asia, and I go and sell, and this is what I did for several years, I did, did for 10 years, I used to sell door to door. And you go and sell a software that does accounts and you tell them, look, you know, this does accounts and this will do your GSC. The next question they'll ask is, uh, well, does it do my payroll? And uh, you, know, you say, no, this is, this is an ERP. ERP doesn't do payroll. ERP is not HR. They'll just say no and they'll ask you to go back and come back whenever you have payroll ready. And then you know, it goes on and on. You know, they'll come back and ask if, they, if the software can do sales which is just CRM. So you can't go back and tell them no because that's when you'll stop selling and that's why there are very few software cloud vendors in my part of the world, in fact there are none, we are the only one. So we do a lot more than just ERP, we do sales and payroll and projects, and we think this is this is the best way to serve the market that we are in, and we don't follow the definition of ERP
0: in the West. So in terms of selling door-to-door previously, your background prior to Disc Era, were you always interested in technology, did you aspire to run a company at some point? I wanna know what shaped Shashank Dixit, the head of a venture that has raised over 150 million at the state.
1: Well, I went to IAT Kanpur, um, and in my undergrad I was, I ran up a business this competition, and uh, you know, somebody posed this question to me and said, uh, you know, if you, if you believe in the stuff yourself, why don't you start yourself? And I took that uh, as a personal mission, and I started out in my, in my undergrad. What I was doing back then was basically building accounting software that could sync inventory. And as I said, inventory is the most basic, most native form of an application that SME needs, the cloud. You can have pretty much everything else on desktop or on an on-premise platform. But you can't have inventory on that because inventory has to be synced across offices, across warehouses, across multiple geographies, in some cases, across countries. And, and if you're an SME and you don't have that, it's hard for you to survive. So you're struggling with just basic concepts. And I, I think that was a very good market to serve. I started out in India, went to Singapore, and uh,
0: you know, just this is history. So what was the motivation to start Deskare in 2008? What actually prompted you to say, I wanna go ahead with this vision, or I wanna actually build a company now? So I'm assuming even when you were building software previously, be that for accounting, you were noticing inefficiencies in companies, but what was the catalyst for you to say, I actually need to found the business now and run this myself? I think there are two kinds of entrepreneurs.
1: There are entrepreneurs
0: who have, a,
1: have it sorted out, uh, who are
0: smart, who know what to do,
1: and then there are others who don't. I'm the other kind. You know, the word smart entrepreneur is an oxymoron because by being an entrepreneur, you are taking a lot of risk and, and you know, anyone can, can, can demolish any business plan, demolish your whole plan right in front of you. So if you are somebody out of college and you're being an entrepreneur, you are pretty much not the smartest guy, I would say, and I wasn't smart. I wasn't smart at all. So, you know, I took that risk, and uh, if I had to do it again, I'll probably do it again because, again, as I said, I'm not smart. But there was no rational thought behind that.
0: So, in terms of the actual geographic location, so let's take India, for example, where many SMEs are still running their businesses in what you would call just a basic register, writing things down on pen and paper today. When you go through the actual sales process of selling someone the vision of a cloud, for someone that is still stuck on pen and paper today, be that, you know, whether they have three, four, or five offices, that still may just primarily run on pen and paper, maybe just a basic word processor. What are the challenges and difficulties that you may face, or is it simple in terms of communicating the vision to them?
1: No, actually, that's the best part of the, the region that I am in. We skipped the whole desktop telephone era. We went from having no phones to having, you know, billion mobile phones. And we have completely skipped the whole computer on a, on a, on a, in an office era. We moved to mobile phones to are smart. So if I if I give you some idea on the soft on the software, it works on a phone. It works brilliantly on a phone. It, it's your point of sale. It's your cash register. It's your inventory software, It's your payroll. So Deskera
0: is fully mobile compatible.
1: Absolutely, it, it, it run, It's native applications on phone. If you have something like that, that's very easy to understand. I mean, it's like you know Facebook uh, for your business. So it's easy to understand good news is that the, the SMEs in my part of the world are extremely open to technology, and uh, the, the only problem is obviously cost. I mean, the only problem is, uh, is is that they can't pay millions of dollars. Everything else, uh, everything else falls in line. It just works for them, but what we have solved for them is a brilliant piece of software available for extremely price, competitive option.
0: So in terms of starting the company itself, why be based out of Singapore? On the surface, it would seem that India is a much larger market. Historically, you were based out of there, you know, you've lived your life, and you understand the nuances and social fabric of the country. Why be based out of Singapore instead?
1: Yeah, you know, that's a good question. People ask me why Singapore. Um, back in 2008, that was the cheapest country to fly to from okay. India, and I didn't have a lot of money to, uh, to, to, to go anywhere else. I think Singapore is, when I, when I reached Singapore, I found Singapore had just fabulous infrastructure. It gave me a very good platform to scale. It's a it's a small geography, but it's very well-networked. It has, it has it has just brilliant people in terms of, people who are willing to experiment, people who are willing to give you a chance. And uh, you know, over a over, over, over period I made it in my home. So two-thirds of international traffic, international volume of business, Uh, in terms of physical goods passes through Singapore, passes through Malacca Straits. And uh, if you are SME or a business that's shipping globally, buying globally, or, you know, one customer globally, at some point you have to ship through Singapore. And by being there, we give you that option to ship your inventory globally, buy your inventory globally, and I think that's a very, very good advantage to have.
0: Now to the larger point of having a successful venture based out of Asia today, What does the current entrepreneurial landscape in Singapore look like? Are there institutional resources that you were able to leverage when founding the company? And now when you look, having moved out of India, how do you compare the two entrepreneurial environments today? You know, We saw Sequoia recently, they launched Surge, which is one of the largest accelerators in the world, specifically for Singapore and Indian-based companies. How do you compare those two environments today? I think India offers growth. India offers a large market.
1: But what Singapore offers is very unique. It offers a very homogeneous first world market that will test your product very well. It'll give you a very good home base and give you access to institutions that are very open to technology. So Singapore offered me institutions that their own government is phenomenal in terms of how they help. They offered me access to professionals, access to government professionals, access to tax experts, IRS, IRAS, which is uh, Singapore's uh, Income Tax Authority, is just brilliant in terms of how they work with uh, companies like us. They give you just, you know, open access to how they think, how they execute. And that's something that I think India will get to at some point. But in terms of, even globally, in terms of technology usage, technology consumption within the government, within the, you know, authorities, Singapore's the best place that offers that access. And I think uh, there's no place that beats that. So yeah, it's a microcosm of you know, best of all worlds, I would say.
0: When starting a venture, one of the things that institutional backers or your VCs stress the most is, you know, do you have the right team? Do you have the team that's capable of executing the vision that you have? When you originally started Descara, how was the original team constructed?
1: I started out with my, with my patchmates. People are solving for many things. Uh, some entrepreneurs solve for compatibility, some entrepreneurs solve for risk-taking ability. I think I was solving for long-term association. I wasn't solving for the best fit in terms of execution, but I was solving for, you know, what if something goes wrong? Are you gonna stick around and are you gonna solve this problem? Because again, we are not in a market which has tens of desk We are the only one, we are the first desk carer. We are not the second Uber, we are not the third Facebook. We're the first company and the only company that does what we do, which requires a lot of uh, longevity, which requires a long-term attitude. And I was looking for partners who got that, that idea, of the vision. It depends on what you're solving for. You're solving for a market that is very hard to execute in. I would say yeah. longevity is something that you should focus on. You're solving for a market like US, which has, which has solved distribution as an issue, which is very easy to execute if you have a good idea. And I would say you would, should look for partners who are more, you know, who are better risk taking, better execution. And uh, again, depends on our idea as well.
0: Now, speaking of markets that are difficult to execute in, what were the top three initial challenges that you faced when starting the business?
1: I have a whole list of them, man.
0: Okay.
1: You should ask what, what went right, okay. <laughs> because I don't have three things that went right. You know, Southeast Asia has 10 countries, India has 28, 30 states you are looking at a geography which has close to 50 languages, which has varied amount of people, but it's not exactly Europe with, with open borders. You have 20 odd countries, but you have 20 odd tax structures. Just in India, you have states and you have state laws and you have uh, central laws. So you're looking at very fragmented, very top-down structure, which is hard to execute in, in terms of either platform or in terms of compatibility. And it just look, look at it from this point of view. If I have to release my software in Southeast Asia, I must take an okay on tax from 10 countries. And that's a challenge for any entrepreneur, for any small company to execute, any startup to execute. And that's a given in the U.S. So that's the biggest challenge, which is very fragmented. The second challenge is, again, uh, Singapore is the best place to be, but it's expensive. So that's something that you need to keep in mind. If you have to sit in Singapore or sit, even in even Bombay, even Bangalore is getting expensive, man. Talent is getting expensive. The, the talent is, is probably as expensive as the West, I would say. Uh, in some, some cases, it's more expensive. And the third is that, you know, just because you have four billion people sitting in a you know, radius of four hour flight, you have a lot of
0: competition. Now, you've obviously raised capital from both within the country as well, and also from international waters. What are some of the challenges of managing the expectations of investors that sit outside your native market?
1: I think the biggest biggest challenge is uh, for them to understand and, and for you to communicate that this is not the second U.S., this is not the second market, this is the first uh, India. You know, India is not going to be the next China, but India will be the first India. And what that means is that there's, there's a lot of nuance behind that. And when investors look at India as or South Asia as the next of something, then they, are, they have their own notions that they are kind of fitting that local geography in. And I would say that's the biggest biggest uh, understanding that I gained over, over this period is, you know, South Asia is the first South Asia, it's not the second Europe, and India is the first India, it's not the second China. So to get that, it takes a little bit of, up, you know, a little bit of, you know, back and forth and ups and downs for you to go through. But eventually, you know, investors get that. I mean, they're very smart people, you know. Uh, so that's one thing that, that if, you know, that you have to solve for. Equally, if you have a good idea and you have a good team and you can execute, there's a better chance you may raise money there than raise it in North America.
0: One of the last things that I heard from some of the investors out of the region was there's a lot of dry capital at this point. They have capital that they want to deploy at this point, but there's no entrepreneurs that they think are capable of pulling off the visions that they're bringing into the funds at this point.
1: That's my number one grouse about the region, execution is difficult. And as I said in my last point, it's it's a two way street. Uh, The entrepreneurs are finding it hard to execute because this is not the next China or this is not the next US. At the same time, the, the investors find their, uh, their expectations uh, not being met because they probably have a preconceived notion of the region. So it's, uh, you know, it, I would say it, it's something that we will eventually figure out what this region is, but it's a hard region to execute. And the winner would eventually take it all, as we have seen in the case of taxi companies like Grab or Gojek. They own the geography in India. E-commerce is a hot space, but there's only one winner. And uh, that's one thing that you need
0: to keep in mind. Having successfully built a business in the region yourself, what specific verticals are you most excited about?
1: I would not say vertical. I would say horizontal and SMEs and working for and with SMEs. That's the most exciting part of this place. Two out of three goods being shipped globally get shipped from the region that I'm in. That's the most exciting part. But again, it's not easy to execute. So while there's excitement, while there is a lot of, lot of uh, looking forward, there's a, there's a lot of hope. There is a lot of challenge as well, and there's a lot of bottom of work that needs to be done. What's next for
0: Deskera going forward?
1: Well, in terms of geography, we are we're all set. We need to execute in the geography that we are in. In terms of platform, we're all set. Uh, we'll, get, we'll get closer to you to the mobile experience. We'll get closer to, to the mobile phone uh, than we can. In terms of ideas, I think Fintech offers a lot of excitement, lo- offers a lot of ideas that one can execute on. Again, uh, it's a function of execution. It's a function of how well you can execute. Ideas are easy, execution is difficult. So the next thing would be execution, would be execution, executing in these markets and uh, getting closer to the promise that, uh, that we have and deliver on the promise.
0: So you've been with the company, obviously, for a few years now at this point. If there was a single thing that you would have done differently in retrospect with the company, what would that be? I think I
1: think the learning that India is the first India is 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 a very recent learning, and this is something that you need to experience yourself. I'm sure you know you you know India very well, uh, probably better than me. It's a very unique place, and if you try to. Fix it, sort of. You know, place it in your own mind, in in, in place it around your preconceived notions. Mm-hmm. You are going to be surprised, and this is something that uh, that I I didn't learn sooner enough. So you have to basically learn your own lessons in in the region, but. The learning is going to be golden. The learning is going to be super valuable. And when push comes to shove, that's one thing that you have that the others won't have. So executing in India, executing in, in, in South Asia, uh, gives you a very good understanding of the market that, that nothing else provides. And I just wish, I knew execution would matter a lot in the sense, you know, it's distribution. is So we, you know, we, we're solving distribution now. We're solving for distribution in, in, in cities in Indonesia. You know, there's a city called Surabaya. When I first went to Indonesia, I thought this was going to be similar to India. When I see Indonesia and I landed there, I made the same mistake every Indian entrepreneur makes. When they land in Indonesia, they compare that to a state in India. And then eventually I figured out... What state did you think it was? <laughs> no, I don't want to go into that. Okay, <laughs> But uh, my, my wife is Malaysian. Okay. And when I, did, when, I, when I landed in Malaysia, I had the same experience. The Malaysia looks like a very similar state in India uh, with better roads probably. But then I figured out, no, it's, it's it's very different. It's not India. It's the first Malaysia. It's not the second Maharashtra. You probably got, got, got some hint on that. And then then in, in Indonesia is it's just three cities in in, in the Java main island. There are three cities: Surabaya, uh, Bandung, and uh, uh, Jakarta. And I I couldn't place I couldn't place that in any state in India because in any state in India you have more than ten cities. You know you have Bombay Nagpur, Pune, and Maharashtra, and you know and, 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 and I, I could just couldn't wrap my mind around the fact that Jakarta was as big as a state in India. So that learning eventually solved a lot of problems, eventually solved a lot for me, and I just wish I had this uh, understanding before. So Indonesia is not California, Indonesia is not it's surely not California, it's surely not China, it's surely not India, it is the first Indonesia, and that understanding, we miss that because in the US, you know, there's a term called generica, right? Every city is generic every place you land has a very standard way of operating. You know, it's all very similar, roads are similar. That's not true in Asia. That, that gives you a big hint, but uh, learning, that learning, if I had that learning, uh, probably a little sooner, that would have helped.
0: So you've really just stressed execution a lot. As one of the final questions, your top three pieces of advice for entrepreneurs in the region. Don't look at US to solve your problems. Um, yes, Grab looked at Uber
1: and did what they did, but uh, you know you're not going to be second Grab. So just look at the region to solve your problem. Don't look at uh, the West to solve your problem. That's one mistake that I made, and you know I keep repeating that. Uh, in terms of building a team, I would not transplant people across borders. I would not get a get a get a Thai. Uh, teammate to solve for Malaysia, and I would not get a Malaysian teammate to solve for Indonesia, even though even though the language is the same, Indonesian and in, 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 uh, Malaysia. I would invest my time and hire local teammates who understand local geography, who understand their vision, and that takes a lot of time and effort, so that just spend a lot of time on that.
0: And a final question, we're here at Collision in Toronto, Canada. What are you looking forward to the most at the conference?
1: I, I, I'm looking forward to ideas. Uh, a friend of mine, a colleague of mine, Rajiv, he told me, you know, when you're there, just, just keep your mind very open. Uh, just absorb, you know, be a sponge and absorb everything that you see, everything that you feel here. And that's what I'm doing here. I have uh, very good experience. Energy is just outstanding. And I just hope uh, Singapore can have something similar. I mean, everything. Every, every time I see a huge stage, I just wonder if I can replicate that in Singapore.
0: So that was Shashank Dixit, CEO of Deskera. Shashank, thanks so much. Appreciate no, it.
1: Thank you.